A podcast network. I'm Lily Gladstone, and you're listening to Radio 8 Ball with Andros Jones. (laughs) (laughs) Andros Jones? Cool. Radio 8 Ball. Give us a shake. We're in the studio. Tempting fate. Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions like picking musical tarot cards. I am your host, Andras Jones, and we're hanging out here at Black National Studio with our musical guest, Armina Jean. Hello. And now we're welcoming back to Radio 8 Ball. He's going to be a guest all the time. We're here in Missoula, and uh, he's, he's back again. Chris Sand, welcome back to Radio 8 Ball. <clears throat> Great to be back. Last week you were on with Caroline Keys. That's right. That was a lot of fun. Earlier in the show, you got to do a little yodeling from the background, mm-hmm. and <laughs> I gave a little reminiscence about the first time I saw you play. That's right. And we're going to this show. You know, this this show is going a little bit long, so we 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 get a lot of time to know you. Tell us one thing that is, sets up the context and the, for for the question that you have here. Actually. Before that, mm. tell us one thing about what made you choose introduce me to Ermina as a the, the first of the the first couple of Missoula artists you wanted me to to know for the show. Yeah, well, Ermina and Caroline are, are two people who I met when I first moved back to Missoula that first year, and I was enchanted by both of them. And uh, I think enchanting is a great way to describe Ermina's music. It's just, uh, yeah, it's gorgeous and deep and um, hits me on levels I can't really explain, but just a a beautiful voice and words and music. It's all powerful. So I just wanted to share her with the the Radio 8 Ball land. Cool. Thanks, Chris. Nice thing to say. You know, I think I got you off the... I I was corrected earlier. I confirmed this earlier. I I think I mispronouncing. It's not Ermina, it's Ermina. Right? It's Ermina. It's Ermina. So I was right, and now I was just wrong. But 
we have been right for most of this show about it. So cool, Ermina. So so now, Chris, we're going to just dive right into this. What is the context of the question that you're about to ask? Okay, well, I'm just trying to figure out who I am. Like, I've noticed that I have, I've written all these questions, and they all basically boil down to this one question. Who am I? I can't tell. Um, other people see me in a certain light. I am blind to it. Like, I just feel like a little scared kid. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't, I have no idea what's going on in the world. And, and I'm trying to find, find myself and find my relaxed self, my best self. Um, so there's so many questions that revolve around that. I don't know. I could be more specific if you'd like, or I could just boil it down to that, that one big question. Who am I? Because you don't feel like the way you are, what the way people see you, or you just feel like, cause you're, like you said, you feel like you're a scared little kid walking through the world. Yeah. Just I'm trying with to... car keys and a bank account and. People who count on you to be a grown-up? Pretty much. And it's very <laughs> discombobulating and disorienting. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, uh, we have two songs left on the board and that could be that t- that could potentially be your answer. They are songs numbers five and eight. And song number five is August. And song number eight is it's not flavors. <laughs> it's flowers. And so now we have uh, we've exhausted the, the the wheel of eight, and we have used up the radio eight cards. Now we're down to the binary oracular divination tool, or as those who follow radio eight ball have come to know it, the radio eight coin. And now I'm going to ask you to flip it, and if it lands on heads, it's going to be song number five, August. And if it's on, if it lands on tails, it's going to be song number eight, Flowers. So now, Chrisanne, please flip the Radio 8 coin. What is it? Tails. It's tails, which is flowers. What are, who am I?
Flowers, the answer to Chris Sand's question, who am I? Who is he? Who are we? We're, uh, we're trying to figure this out. So, Ermina, another beautiful song. That one, Thanks. maybe I just noticed it more, but that I just there was something that had, there was a particular edge to that. I mean, all of your songs are, you know, they're, they're coming from a pretty, feels like a raw... <laughs> place but that one just had this other does do you feel like mm-hmm. that song's edgier than the other ones or uh probably it's there's a little bit more overt anger probably in that one i mean it felt it, it I, anger expressed in music is so rich to, i think it's the safest place mm-hmm. for anger <laughs> is in art and in music but particularly in music i feel like music 
has this way of taking out all the taking the violence out of anger and making it really it's like something you can get in. it doesn't i didn't feel like the anger was directed at me i felt like i was in this in the song mm-hmm. moving the anger with you so uh i'm yeah, so cool I'm yeah it's that good reflection. you didn't think it was yeah directed towards no you. i don't feel i mean generally do you feel do you ever listen to songs and feel like that like that angry song is attacking me unless it's by your ex uh, <laughs> yes i have plenty of those experiences but <laughs> so so tell us about so without give you don't have to tell the whole story but but uh i think i i i felt so much of like i relate to certain things in that song but what does it mean to you that was kind of a bunch of different experiences all pulled into one picture i was trying to draw mm-hmm. about uh certain way that many men treat me in especially professional situations uh but all kinds of situations um that are that uh um it's simultaneously belittling and self-important um in way in a way that like is completely oblivious um which is i mean that's just patriarchy whatever Mm -hmm. it's not that complicated um, to explain, but the yeah, the picture I was trying to draw was kind of just a number of different experiences that I've I've seen my friends go through or I've gone through, um, and just how it kind of sucks the air out of the room and how you know I just love I really get a lot of joy out of singing the, the lines um, your little hate um, it's like a thing without a name it's like a gun but not the same just mm-hmm. like. I want to burn and take and break it. That just feels so fucking good for me to say every time I say it. And I wrote that song like five years ago. So. I could feel that. Like I said, it felt it felt like that the anger in in great rock and roll. So do you mm-hmm. do you do you play this with a band? Yeah, I bet it's mm-hmm. really that one's fun. feels really yeah. good to push that air with that with mm-hmm. the band. Now, and I'm just I'm kind of curious before we get to the question. When you say that uh, you're in these situations and you feel both belittled and. And the, the so while someone is belittling you, they feel very self-important oh, they, and and, and right. oblivious to right. that whole dynamic. Yeah. So yeah, I guess that's what I was trying to get at when you. And then you said, you know, it's just it's like patriarchy. And when you when someone says that, I wonder, like, patriarchy is this thing that's in the air. It's almost like uh, the first question we ask, like, is, am I am are these thoughts my own or were these thoughts given to me? And when mm-hmm. you're encountering those situations, and it seems like it, it sort of goes to a lot of the themes you were talking about, about the complexity of working in organizations where there's a lot of inter- intersectional trauma and all this other, these different things going on. When you encounter that, do you feel like, uh, I mean, obviously there, there's a person who's doing it, but you say they're oblivious. So maybe like you say, there's the intent isn't there to create that for you, but it's still there. So the impact mm-hmm. is still there like that. When you, is there a difference for you when you experience it where you feel like, oh, this person kind of is being a jerk and they know they're being a jerk or they just feel like they're getting away with being a jerk and, oh, God, this person doesn't even know that they're doing it. And which is, I mean, uh, in, yeah, they it's almost be both worse. Be ter- be, yeah, because you can't even begin to, to have a conversation, try to fix it. Um, yeah. Yeah. It goes so deep that you can't even begin to. And, they, you know, if something goes wrong in that situation and like they're they're assuming that you're weak, um, like the flowers are drooping because they're just shy rather than that this person or this atmosphere is suffocating. Right. Uh, that's kind of. Got yeah. it. Yeah. So. 
Sam, man, this is obviously about you. You're no. an asshole. <laughs> so, but what do you, I mean, obvi- but I, I, knowing you as, my, as well as I do, I'm sure that you, you're a very thoughtful person who's aware of a lot of these issues. So when you hear a song like that, I imagine on some level you must personalize it. Uh, so what do you think about that as the answer to the question of who am I? Hmm. Well, it was a, a great example of how Ermina's songs talk to the delicate flora of my, or flora and fauna of my delicate ecosystem. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, I, I'm, <clears throat> I have flowers within me that are drooping at patriarchy and homophobia all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, that's maybe why I feel like a little kid. Like, I got hit the same way. I mean, maybe a different way, but it was equally damaging just in a different way. So now as I'm trying to find my own <clears throat> humanity, I'm having to walk through the same environment. And uh, it's painful, and I can't, and it's hard to tell who I am because am I the oppressor or am I the oppressed? I was once the oppressed and now I'm trying not to be the oppressor, but I didn't have, you know, I had some good role models, but most of society has been horribly off. Um, so now as I'm trying to figure out how do I become a man, um, it's just exquisitely confusing. And your your song talked to, to that. Yeah, you know, I I think like patriarchy hurts men just as much as it hurts women in so many different ways. So I I don't feel that there's. Yeah, when I when I talk about patriarchy, I feel like I'm I'm mad at it for everyone right like, that's, that's how I <laughs> it took kills it. everybody <laughs> yeah I, I didn't uh, see it as a yeah. finger pointing song yeah i saw it as a human song angry at angry at oppression but angry at sexism in particular mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and i think how it came on hit me hard was probably homophobia as like a, a male version of that like my my man my maleness was picked apart critiqued compared to women or compared it was like society wanted to like toughen me up by breaking down my real human parts and that was rough and so now I'm like it's just everywhere you know it's like the truck song the answer to the trucks that the truck song answered earlier what's um, blowing in the wind what's blowing in the wind and what's blowing <laughs> in the wind is just a giant uh, blanket of smog that represents all these confusions we're trying to clean up now and it's dirty dirty air mm. So I heard it. So I, I I try to personalize everything that's asked on the show. So I personalized your question: Who am I? And was listening to it in that song. And there's a couple of reflections I have. One, I have to say that 
I mean, when you when you said that you think patriarchy hurts men as much as it hurts women, it felt so good <laughs> because it's something that I want to say, but I feel like I can't say it because it feels like I'm co like I'm trying to take up space mm-hmm. where other people's healing feels more important. So when I hear a woman say that especially into my friend Chris who's asked this question who I have a lot of compassion for it just feels like such a feels like an important thing to say that I then to hear someone else say it feels really rich and healing for me um and then the other thing but when I was listening to it so when I listen to it and I think who am I and you're telling this story about what it feels like there's a my immediate thing is to to be like okay okay did I have I done that in this session and if I did that in this session how could I create a situation where Ramina or anyone else would feel comfortable to know that I'm curious and intelligent enough to want to know if I had done that or if I had made someone feel that way you know it sort of it almost goes back to my initial question of like how do I open up the channel where someone can be critical of me in a way that I would like them to be critical of me if it's necessary without saying, don't be scared mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> without belittling someone or, or tokenizing them or making, making it about putting the onus of fixing me on them. So that's, that was, that's where it hit me is like how, how the complexity of how do you, if I, if I was being like that and I didn't want to be that guy, how would I open up that channel? And I'm not asking you to tell me, of course, if you mm-hmm. did have an idea, I'd love to know. But that's, that's where I want to know. Who am I in this situation like we've talked about? Intention isn't everything. Sometimes intention doesn't matter if the impact is something else. Mm-hmm. And these are these levels of complexity that we're trying to figure out. So where have you seen sexism tonight? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's everywhere, so. Uh, I mean, I'm not just, like, thinking about it all the time and trying to pinpoint it and make myself miserable. Sure. Um, so I don't know that I've noticed any overt sexism tonight. You've been invited some pretty powerful women into this. Is, this has felt a, like a, this show has had a very feminine mm-hmm. energy. So if it if it did show up, I feel like. <laughs> it would get kiboshed really quick. <laughs> well, when he used the word um, girl for Kathleen Hanna, did that ping ping you? I mean, yeah. So, the, I mean, that, of course, like, would ping, it pinged me, but you... But I also think it's super important to look yourself in the mirror like that, which is what the reason that you brought it up was to say, I was a kid who thought, it, you know, a woman, it was, like, spectacular for a woman to be good at something, you know? Like, mm-hmm. And yeah, that pings, of course, because it is like that's everywhere. Yeah, I was stupid. But like, you're looking at it, and like many people are not even looking at it. So I appreciate that. I mean, as much. Yeah, I'm not really. Yeah, thinking about it's sexism in this room right now. It feels pretty comfortable. You see any, Alana? Everywhere. Yes, Alana's like I'm a director. I see everything everywhere. <laughs> and then, and then, listen to this guy putting words out of my mouth, ta- mansplaining me to the what a jerk. She doesn't have a microphone, so 
she's actually smiling and laughing. So I, I hope we're all okay. Thumbs up. Good. Cool. Okay. Well, well, uh, Chris, we're going to find out who you are in uh, next week's episode. Yes. Who you are as a fan of Beat Happening. Right on. <laughs> and we'll be hearing you tributing Beat Happening next week. And uh, thanks a lot for being on all these episodes and for introducing me to Ermina. Yeah. Yeah, thanks, Chris, and thanks for coming. My pleasure. Thanks for taking the plunge. <laughs> and for taking me on tour that one time. Mm-hmm. It's fun to tour with Sandman. It is. It's always fun. Yeah. A lot of crying. Yeah. Mm. Was there crying on your tour? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there were rituals. There were... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> We've all toured together. I mean, then by the, by the transitive property, I've, that, we have toured together. Yeah. Because we both toured with Sandman. Yeah. Chris, will you please sing our tour song? Um, yes. Uh, it's been a while since I've heard it. Uh, it's, the, it's the Spinners. Uh, what's their big hit? Not Rubber, not rubber, not yeah, rubber not, Band Man. I hate that song. <laughs> not Sadie. <laughs> I just have this memory of Chris. Uh, sing, we're singing the song in the car driving down the road. and I'll Be I Around, think, Then Came yeah. You. Yeah. And Could we're It singing, Be I'm Falling in Love? I'll Be Around. Yeah. And we're singing into avocados. That's right. Oh, my gosh. Um, well, I'm not good with the lyrics. I just love the tune. Um, wherever you are, I'll be there. Wherever you need me, I'll be there. Whenever you call me, I'll be there. I'll be around. <laughs> And you, but did you have did you have tour lyrics for those? No, no, no. You just, just sang them into a, into avocados. Sweet. Yeah. Okay. That's our out. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Radio Eight Ball. We hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. For more info about our show, visit radioeightball.com, where you'll find the Radio Eight blog, our Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio Eight Ball app that allows you to engage the pop oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And if you give us good reviews and ratings, that really helps get the word out. Until next time, I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio 8 Ball Show. It's a good show.